0: Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beavy. And I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And uh, riddle me this, John George. <laughs> riddle me this, if you will. Okay. Uh, what What is the Riddler's last name in the comic books? Uh, Dano? it's not i'll give you a lifeline if you'd like
1: okay yeah your lifeline
0: is google.com
1: google so i can just google it you can google it if you'd like well this seems like a bit like what if they had this on who wants to be a millionaire you can google it yeah (laughs) you could be bad at googling (laughs) true true riddler last name should i type in comic oh enigma enigma balls oh, no. idiot oh, big God. boy movies is back baby oh. got him. that is the only way we could contractually return. That is what our (laughs) boss, Marty, said. Marty told
0: me, Marty was sitting in the theater next to me watching Batman, and he was like, John's going to love this. He's going to love when you do this. Episode 69
1: started out with Enigma balls. That's the only way we could return on episode 69 of Mm -hmm. all episodes. I mean, you kind of get writer's block, but for podcasters, I guess, podcasters block. When you see that 69 is the next one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, there are a lot of expectations. Yeah. But I think you just knocked it out of the park. Oh,
0: yeah. I I worked for months on that. (laughs) Ever since our uh, Princess Switch episode, I've been sitting at my desk with a pad (laughs) of paper and a pencil, just furiously scribbling and crossing things out. Yeah.
1: you know, it all it all culminated to that. Yeah, this is actually, I've been in L.A. for like over a month now, I have not seen B.B. because he was like, no, I, I'm busy yeah. at work on this. Yeah,
0: I, my magnum opus, <laughs> my art. <laughs> I Get wouldn't,
1: out. John, so
0: we should also go into that. You're back in L.A. I'm back. We're finally recording the podcast in the same place again.
1: Yes, we are, even though the last couple episodes were in the same place. Yeah,
0: but that was in Boston.
1: It was a temporary place. Yeah. It, you were just visiting.
0: Yeah, we are uh, permanent residence (laughs) permanent there's no moving there's never again i live here now and john
1: lives here now yeah marty Mm -hmm. marty threatened me he said if i move he will kill me even though he's like a new york guy he doesn't even really
0: yeah well he was really upset when we moved him to kansas for the whole (laughs) the whole remote thing so he's
1: he's glad he can finally come back to la and start making movies again yeah for sure I, i i don't blame him you know i kansas doesn't seem like a Cool place. No, there was nothing for him over
0: there. <laughs> nothing. there I don't think there was a single Irishman. Yeah. He tried to Kansas. talk to
1: people about movies and they only knew of Marvel movies. He was really upset. <laughs> he was super <laughs> mad. <laughs> it was very upsetting for him. Mm-hmm. Um but god what a what a movie to come come back with. This month should be pretty big as well, because of course the Oscars are happening, which means we have to do our award show to compete with them. The Biggies
0: 2021, I guess technically. Yeah,
1: yes, 2021. Whatever you Google, Oscars like 2022. It's the 2021 movies. So, like, I feel like the Oscars call, but they call it. They like number it. So yeah. I guess this is the third annual big. This is right? Big Boy movies. Th- no, the Biggies three. Yeah, the Biggies. Maybe East we
0: three. should just start adding like subtitles to the Biggies. <laughs> yeah, like they're all
1: sequels to each other. I like that. I, I think we absolutely should. And
0: be like, The Biggies 3, back in action. <laughs> back
1: in action. Biggies 3, the movies are very slow this year. Yeah. That, that's that's the subtitle. The movies are extremely slow.
0: Biggies 3, <laughs> hours long.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> the Biggies 3, colon, hours long. <laughs> yes. Because my favorite movie of the year was three hours long. I movie.
0: still have to watch it. Yes. Um, I guess, speaking of which... We should talk about movies we've seen while I was, uh, while I was taking breaks to come up with Enigma balls. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, all the movies, not as good as that joke, Yeah, but yeah, I finished off like I, I, there are so many movies I've seen since December, like 18th was the last time we recorded a podcast. Yeah.
0: Spider-Man day.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've seen so many movies. I'm just, this episode, I'm just going to go through like these 2021s, 2021 ones that I had to catch up on before like ranking them. I saw Red Rocket, which is um the new Sean Baker film, A24 movie, starring um Mr. Simon Rex from uh, Scary Movie Fame. <laughs> um and yeah, I've seen it twice now. And yeah, it's great. It's hilarious. I this is one I recommend to a lot of my friends, actually, because I think out of like all my 2021 movie lists that I post on Instagram for my friends, I feel like that one's the most, uh, viewer, like, like my friends could digest it the the most. It's the most, it's the fastest paced movie mm. besides licorice pizza on my list. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's the funniest movie. One of the funniest movies on my list as well. Um, it's great. Simon Rex is great in it. Everyone else is great in it. And it is. A uh, movie about a pedophile, and it's a lot shittier <laughs> than Licorice Pizza, but Licorice Pizza took all the heat for that for some, yeah. for some reason.
0: It's a, it was a big year for pedophiles. Yes, yeah, pedophiles um, had their year. <laughs> you know, they they got to have one year, and I'm glad we got it over with so we don't have to do it again. <laughs> so we can move on. Yeah.
1: Move on to the people who are um, in love with people that are their age. Yes. Um, or, like, just over the legal age. hmm um, and not grooming people like the main character in red rocket does nice. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned an earlier drive my car, which is still my favorite movie of the year from when I listed it before I like, ha- I don't know. There's so many movies I have to rewatch, like the lost daughter, licorice pizza and like power of the dog and the souvenir part two are all like movies I think could be in that number one spot on a rewatch. Mm hmm. And I also want to rewatch drive my car, but on first viewing drive my car, I think is my favorite and the best out of all those. It's just, it's three hours, much like Batman's three hours. Mm -hmm. I think both of them are some of the most well-paced movies I've ever seen. So spoilers for my Batman thoughts. Okay. They both like, yeah, it's three hours does not feel like it at all. The only time it felt like it was when I had to pee really badly at the last hour. (laughs) Okay. Um, and it's so beautifully written it's in like it's a japanese movie but it's not only in japanese because the plot centers around a play that's like multilingual so it's in like sign language english uh chinese like a bunch of different languages um and it's just so beautifully written it's tragic it's it is like it's just one of the most beautiful movies i've ever seen no doubt in my mind um and i will be going back to it for sure um, all right, baby. How about you? Yeah. Well, first, I'm going to say if you do feel compelled to
0: rewatch any of those movies you mentioned, I haven't watched any of them. And I feel like I'm not going to watch them. Uh, oh, I yeah. Crack, crack that beverage, boy. Yeah. Um. I need I need a commitment to watch these movies sure. because I've been putting them off for so long.
1: Yeah, I've been meaning to. So Licorice Pizza just was a became available to buy. OK, yeah. So and I do want to own that movie. I'm debating getting it now for $20 or waiting until like a year when it's like 10 bucks or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I might be down to watch that with you. Yeah. I drive my car. I'd be down. I want to watch it with Miriam as well. My girlfriend who has not seen it. I think she would like it. So yeah,
0: I watched like most of the shining on TV one night after I got back to New York from when I was in Boston that's all i'm gonna say about that um, okay, no opinion just i watched the it's ones. good it's the shining <laughs> yeah. what do
1: you want it was on tv oh yeah I, I watched it with commercials <laughs> that that means you know it's amazing yeah <laughs> marty would have commercials in his movies if he did.
0: <laughs> marty <laughs> was desperate to have commercials in the irishman <laughs> but then it would have been four hours long yeah and netflix was like the whole reason people pay for us is so they don't have ads
1: <laughs> but marty was like no trust me that's a part of the cinematic experience like
0: this is the next step in cinema
1: he's one of those fathers that just sits down on a sunday turns on uh tnt or whatever and oh watches yeah movie. watches
0: like the rock yeah exactly
1: uh i think i mentioned on our last episode i had watched the
0: first matrix for the first time mm, yes and then i went and watched the next two matrixes and they were bad um i don't think they were as bad as people like made built them up to be i think they might be better than the star wars prequels in my opinion um i think i agree with that but they're just like everything that made the first movie so cool. <laughs> they kind of throw in the trash yeah. and uh, replace with a whole lot of nonsense.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw those movies too, so I guess I could chime in. But yeah, I I like the first one second one i mentioned on the last episode i did not like and then the third one i don't you even made fun of me for this because i like made a review about don't look up the next day oh right <laughs> <laughs> and then like i don't know like yeah the matrix the third one for some reason i'd like just sat down and like i was mindless and enjoyed it yeah the third one i don't know what what the hell happened i agree it's still stupid but yeah. i for some reason just enjoyed <laughs> the fact that it was stupid And just like went all out on how dumb it was because it was very dumb. Yeah. And I think that's why people like the second one too. Like I don't know what the hell happened in my mindset change in the third one. Um, But we both also saw the fourth one I guess too.
0: We did also see The Matrix Resurrections. I, I like spiraled so hard on what I thought about this movie because I think there's a lot of really interesting stuff in it. And there's also a lot of like bad stuff that made the prequels bad. Yeah, And so I was just like, I feel like we could have almost done an episode on this one. but Yeah, we were kind of about to, right? Uh, yeah, but it's basically what it came down to is I liked a lot of the meta commentary on sequels and like Hollywood. I, I liked a lot of like the more subtle, I guess you have to call it subtle metaphor of like Because, like, spoilers, Neo dies at the end of the third Matrix movie. Like, Mm -hmm. he sacrifices himself. And then in the next movie, they have this visual of, like, the robots just, like, violently reconstructing Neo and, like, ripping him out of death and bringing him back to life. Like the, you know, WB is literally doing with Matrix. They're like, you have to be alive again because people (laughs) want Neo back. Exactly. And so I liked that kind of stuff. But then there was a whole bunch of other stuff that was also just like matrix nonsense and also keanu's old now so most of his fighting was him like putting his hands out (laughs) and things would
1: like fly away or explode that is like imprinted in my memory like if i think about the movie right now that's what i think of is like him moving his hands out like that
0: he can't do all the cool like jujitsu he did in the prequels or i guess the originals so now he just uses the force by pushing his hands yeah. forward.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think at first, I gave this movie four stars at first. I think I would might want to move it down, actually, because I think, like... Because the whole first half is loaded with that great meta commentary. Yeah. Which I loved the whole time. I think the ending I didn't like as much because they kind of drift away from that. And they do just, like, drift into, like, the second and third Matrix movie, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I, I liked a bunch of the... God, who's the guy that's in this movie... I wasn't in the first one who's in, like, um, How I Met Your Mother and stuff. Who's that dude?
0: Uh, Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. (laughs) Yeah, Neil Patrick
1: Harris. Yeah, I liked his character. I like some of his speeches. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, some of the second half stuff I was like, okay. Because I kind of just, like, drifted away from what I thought was great in the first half of the movie.
0: Yeah, it was weird to have a movie. And this is mild spoiler for it if you haven't seen it but like it was weird to have a movie where it starts out like so anti-sequel and anti-reboot and be like a movie that's angry that it's being made at all but then the end of the movie kind of feels like sequel bait
1: yeah exactly i don't know i don't know if that's like being meta in itself or it just didn't like feel like it yeah and it also reminded me of free guy like in my mind, I don't know why, but in my mind, free guy in this movie, like live in the same space now. Oh no. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. there are some things that remind me of free guy. And I think it's mainly because free guy also started off with like a great, pre- the same exact premise Yeah, that was like, oh, unoriginal, sh- unoriginal stuff. Like we're so annoyed with it. And then it ends with Ryan Reynolds, like fighting with a Captain America shield and a, and like a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. So I think that's why it reminds me of it. Even th- but I don't think mate I don't think this Matrix did that big of a turn mm-hmm. and it was like, ooh, yeah, we love sequels actually. Like they just started like kind of ignoring the point of it, yeah. I feel like. Another twenty twenty one movie was The Worst Person in the World, which is a foreign uh another foreign film mm-hmm. from uh Joachim Trier, who I love his movie Thelma that came out in twenty seventeen. So I was very excited for this movie. I've seen it twice as well, and um Fantastic both times. I thought I was going to move it to five stars on the second viewing. No, I don't. I, I I kept it at my four and a half. All right. But still amazing. Still also another movie I would recommend to my friends if it weren't in a foreign language. <laughs> I don't so, know. This was a movie in English. I think this would be the most accessible like Oscar movie this year. Oh, yeah. What yeah. language is it in? It's in Sweden. Mm. No. What is it in? It's in... Norwegian
0: okay yes okay yeah do that is a pretty it? inaccessible language do you know it <laughs> no <don't> know Norwegian <laughs> I don't know any nor I mean we watched uh another round and that was in some Scandinavian language yeah true I think that
1: also might have been in Norwegian I just uh, okay so on Letterboxd you can click the language Norwegian mm-hmm and a bunch of movies came up that I've seen that are definitely not in Norwegian. <laughs> Captain American, Captain America: The First Avenger, <laughs> definitely My a favorite Norwegian, Norwegian film. movie. The Thing by John Carpenter, Ad Astra, <laughs> <laughs> all Norwegian movies. Oh yeah, but then it's followed by yes, movies that I do believe are definitely Norwegian. The original thing might be Norwegian actually, because that did just show up on here too. Oh, like the original, original. I it don't mi- think, I mean. It might have some, Nor- all these movies might just have some Norwegian in it as well. Yes. That might be the thing. That could be it. I'm going to go and
0: talk a quick about two other movies that I saw in December. Um, I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, which you had mentioned. Very good. Uh, I really liked that movie a lot. Same. Um, great music. That was like music I continued to listen to for like several weeks Same. after i had seen it already. Um, and Andrew Garfield. it was funny like, going from spider-man to that yeah, because um, they're so they he, he just brings that charisma yeah in both movies he's just such a likable a likable like actor he's very charismatic um and then i'll talk about a movie i didn't like which was being the ricardo's yeah which, which is a movie, movie yeah which is a movie that my mom wanted to watch and so we watched it and it was like It's so bizarre because Aaron Sorkin wrote and directed it. And usually he just writes. Yeah. Um, And it was just like, because Aaron Sorkin writes kind of the same protagonist for all of his movies, which are like distant sort of detached geniuses Mm -hmm. um, who are just like too smart for everyone around them. And that like alienates them. But he did that to like Lucille Ball. Like <laughs> yeah. beloved comedian from I Love Lucy. Exactly. And so you watch this movie and you're like,
1: this I Love Lucy lady sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's
0: not funny and she's not fun to be around.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. And I'm just sick of I don't know. Sorkin, I've seen two of his directed movies now. Mm-hmm. Last one was big Oscar bait as well. And Oscars loved it. Can't remember what it's called. Uh, Trial From of the Chicago yeah, Seven. Yeah, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Also very bland. Yeah, there's something just about I don't know. His writing is great when another director gets it because I feel like maybe the director brings their own yeah. twist to it. But every time like he's directing, it's I feel like he just like falls back on his writing. His directing's not special. His writing is still like good. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's just like it's the same thing over and over again when you don't give it a new directorial style, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. And, like, I don't know, maybe Lucille Ball was like that. I kind of find (laughs) it hard to believe that she was. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just so bizarre to like watch her scenes where she's like fuck you i know what's funny <laughs> this joke isn't funny if i slip on a banana peel that's funny and then it like goes to a scene where she like slips on a banana peel and makes a yeah. big face and the audience laughs yeah
1: exactly she's like so like kassorkin characters are just like so witty like so fast yeah like talk they're so smart like it works
0: like, for the social network because yeah. mark zuckerberg is a weirdo yeah exactly i just
1: <laughs> i watched that whole movie and i was like man that's where a sorkin's right sorkin's writing like just like is so good and like steve jobs like right, social yeah. network moneyball like the areas where like yeah he's writing about like a genius i mm. guess who is usually that witty um like Obviously, all three of those subject matters are, like, some really smart people right there. And they're they're people who,
0: like, alienated themselves a little bit. Um,
1: Lucille Ball. (laughs) Yeah. Not as much as, as those three. Gene, although the A's, I don't think the A's manager is like on the level of Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs. No, but like you know, he 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 did something wild,
0: and everyone was like, "You're insane for
1: thinking this will work." Exactly. So
0: it's it's a similar idea to like Jobs or Zuckerberg. Those are two movies I wanted to mention. I have a few more. Do you have any more?
1: You've seen Encanto, actually. That was the next one I was going to talk about. Yeah, Encanto. I saw with my family. I enjoyed it, and I enjoy it more the more I think about it. Like at first, it's the same with me with music. Like it it takes a bit for the songs to like Mm -hmm. get into my brain. But like the more I hear it on Miriam's TikTok or like just randomly in my life, I'm like, okay, yeah, these songs are really good. Um, Especially like the surface pressure song. I was wowed by in the moment for sure as well. And I still love that song. Mm -hmm. The opening song I love. Yeah. I like it more the more I think about it. Uh, The only problem I had with this movie was like the ending was super rushed and like it just got resolved very fast. Yeah. So that was my only thing besides that pretty fun
0: yeah no i really liked Encanto. i liked this the, s- the storyline and the fact that there wasn't like a really centralized villain yeah um yeah i definitely think the ending like they didn't quite stick the landing but uh yeah. big year for lin-manuel miranda yeah i know he's just he's knocking it out i mean i guess he didn't write the music for uh but impressive that he like i don't know if that was his f- no it wasn't the first film he directed or was it
1: Tick-Tick-Boom was, yeah.
0: Yeah, no. So, like, as for his first go, his, like, directing film, that was pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, and should have got more love at the Oscars, in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, the last one, which I think might also be yours, was Nightmare Alley.
1: Yes, I've also seen Nightmare Alley.
0: Okay. Not my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. Same. It has its moments, but I think we both agreed once he left the carnival, it just, like, was less fun and, yeah. and felt kind of long. <laughs>
1: yeah it was way too long i haven't seen the original one of my friends george saba who's actually been on here i talked with him about it and he's seen the original apparently the original is like better just because it's way shorter like yeah everyone's just like why he hasn't seen the new one Mm -hmm. but i think everyone in general is like what there's no need to add more minutes here to this Mm -hmm. movie um. So the originals from like the 1940s or whatever, but I recommend that one, I guess, because apparently, yeah, apparently it's shorter. That's that's yeah. why I would recommend it.
0: I did like the ending to Nightmare Alley, so I'm curious if the original yeah. ends in the same way.
1: I don't know. Because
0: if it does, like, that's great. They just cut out all of the like psychologist shit and it's like still good.
1: Yeah. I also like the ending a lot, too. Yeah. It, I, I thought it stuck the landing pretty well. And it's like beautifully shot and acted, mm-hmm. of course.
0: Well, yeah, it's Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. so. Yeah, uh,
1: but yeah, unfortunately, the past two Del Toros have landed a bit flat for me. Shape of Water as well. I didn't. Oh, I like Shape so of Water. Yeah. I wish I liked it more. You're
0: just racist against fish people. I get.
1: It. I am. Yeah. I actually, went to the Oscars Museum with Miriam yesterday. Oh yeah. And the first fish person was there. He was at the Oscars Museum <gasps> well, in a case. Now I gotta go. And I was like, this is racist as hell. They're keeping him in a case. That's
0: true. The, the whole movie was about how they <laughs> gotta let him free. <laughs> and he's just sitting there. What the fuck?
1: But I would be. I would be down to go. To, you have to like schedule it in advance, in advance for sure. But I'd be down to go again because we were there for. Not enough time, in my opinion. Like okay. it's such, a, it's such a cool museum. Yeah, we'll we'll get tickets and, yeah. and and go. There are two 2022 movies I saw that I kind of want to save for like whatever we do next. That isn't the biggies, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's it for my 2021. You can follow me on Letterboxd at George IV if you want to see my list. It is still up there for my top movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I am actively like trying to rewatch these movies because honestly, like I was to sum up 2021, movies are back baby like last year was not great. 2021 one of my favorite years in recent memory it doesn't reach the heights of 2019 because that's oh yeah, the best damn year in movie history probably mm. but it's it, movies are back it's it was an amazing year. I think all all of my top like six movies are debatably some of my favorite movies of our all time already like I just love them. I want to shout out the souvenir part two again because it's just one of my favorite sequels ever to like a first movie that I thought was overly depressing, a well-made, like the second one makes it so much better. Like I have never seen a sequel improve the original one in my mind so much. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that movie is so good. Should we move on to 2022? We, we know why we we're all here. Yeah, should we should we move on to, to, to Bats, let's, Mr. Bat?
0: Let's get Mr. Bat-man, Mr. Battenson. Oh, um, Robbie Bat. Robbie Battinson. Out here. I don't even know. I guess we'll just do general impressions. I loved this movie. Uh, I don't think this is like a wild surprise to anyone. I'm a really big Batman fan. From like the very opening moments of this movie, I was like, holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I guess we can get more into specifics later. Yeah. But um, it's not perfect. Oh, I won't say it's like a perfect movie. But th- there was so much I was willing to excuse because the stuff I liked, I just liked so much. Yeah, I don't, I can't say anything more about it without getting into like <laughs> deep specifics.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, I, I mainly agree with that last time, but like, I definitely think there were flaws. But like, at the end of the day, like, it took me like almost a day to post like my rating on this because I was so back and forth unlike because there were there were so many things i loved and there were so many things that i like i was like Ugh, that hit me weird or that i didn't like that part that much mm-hmm. or whatever but at the end of the day like i, I it's growing on me every day and like i th- in general i think it's like my love for the nolan ones so much i haven't like i like got into that theater and i did not realize realize or remember how much batman like means to me like, yeah that Nolan trilogy was like such a big part of my growing up, Um, and I completely forgot about it. Especially since like Dark Knight Rises was kind of like we did an episode. Yeah, on that the obviously. only one we've done an episode on. Yeah, it kind of like soured the trilogy for me in the end. So I haven't like thought about how amazing or like how big of an impact that had on me and like my love for movies until I got into this theater and I was like mm-hmm. constantly comparing this thing to the Dark Knight. Yeah, and I was like, what am I do-? like? This isn't the Dark Knight. Why am I constantly like? Like, like it's the Bible or something. Yeah, like right. Of Batman. Um, and like the more I separated myself from that, the more I was like, okay, this is its own thing. And I think it's great at what it wants to do um and how it differs itself from that Nolan trilogy. Yeah. So like the more I think about, it, the more I like it. And at the beginning, like I was with Neil who also like openly always criticizes things immediately mm-hmm. so like I think that didn't help right after the movie it was like oh yeah like Neil will always be like but this was bad this was bad this. oh my was bad. god yeah and it's like okay yeah true I agree and then yeah that kind of spiraled me as well and then the next morning I woke up and I was like god but that part was so cool I love mm-hmm. that and Robert Fanson's so good yeah so yeah, this movie is like complicated, but I think it's a great. Like I really liked it, and I like it more the more I think about it.
0: Yeah, it definitely does draw some comparison to the, like it's impossible not to, given like some specific scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very much its own thing. Definitely, like if you go back and watch The Dark Knight,
1: like they're they're just two like different kinds of movies. Yeah, definitely. If I sat down and watched The Dark Knight, I'd be like, oh okay. Like, it's yeah. just something in my head that was like, oh, but the Dark Knight did that character better or something.
0: Mm-hmm. I I will say this movie also is, like, bait for cinema sins. I think <laughs> if you watch this movie in the lens of, like, looking for small, logical inconsistencies definitely, or, definitely. like, you know... Basically, like, this isn't really a spoiler. Like, his suit is bulletproof, and they establish in the movie, like... It just reflects bullets. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: plenty of people are gonna go in and be like, Well, when he gets punched, he like his head flies back and he if he gets punched in his stomach, it's hurt, but like a hundred bullets in his chest. It's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those movies yeah. where if you wanna cinema sense it and ding it for all the little like things that aren't completely grounded about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll you can have a field day with it. Yeah. But I agree. I think ultimately like it establishes itself enough in like a heightened fantasy that that you can move past all that
1: yeah yep i agree i, I definitely like move past all that like th- there are so many moments like that for sure i can't mm-hmm. imagine the cinemasins video for this um all right do we want to go to spoiler town for batman because it's just it's just almost we're almost we... at spoiler town and i i just want to be there right?
0: i know i know we've we've been driving my car um, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I assume it's about the drive to spoiler town. Yep. It is. Um, so we should just park there, um, and talk about, I mean, the movie's so long. I feel like I'm just going to start at the beginning cause I immediately want to talk about the beginning. Um, two things that stood out first, the way they introduced the Riddler, um, where the mayor just walks away and he's just there mm-hmm. in the dark oh, yeah. like audibly i went like
1: oh because um, it's just like
0: <laughs> so I many people so, might theater did dead as well yeah i just so didn't expect it like yeah. oh my god and he's so freaky looking oh yeah and you're just like waiting for the moment for him to murder the dude and the way that he like screams when he does it you don't expect either mm-hmm. I, it's just an immediate like oh this movie is going to be like a little spooky yeah in a way that like Even Batman Begins, which is a movie about the scarecrow, like the scary guy, was not really a scary movie. No. There are several moments in this movie where you kind of feel like fear, like you're watching a horror movie. At least there was for me. Yeah, I agree. And then I guess I'll say that, like, as far as the opening goes, as someone who's, like, been a big fan of the comics and, like, The Dark Knight's a great movie... Um, And it doesn't, I don't think necessarily capture the spirit of like Batman comics as much, which is fine. Mm. It's, it's sort of its own thing. Um, but that opening monologue that robert pattinson does it's so this this whole thing about how like he is the shadows and you have all these criminals just looking into the dark and they're scared and there was a moment where one of the criminals like looks into the shadows and i'm looking and i'm like wait why am i scared i know who batman is
1: (laughs) you're just you're waiting for him to come out yeah you're like oh fuck like oh no who's in there yeah exactly Um, that sequence is so good like that immediately pulled me in
0: i just had literal goose Goosebumps, yeah, like
1: watching same, that like oh it's so impressive when you would just start watching a movie and you get goosebumps yeah. like in the first scene like you immediately are I, like i was so impressed i was like oh my god like mm-hmm. this is amazing all <laughs> right away
0: yeah it it just sets it it feels so like the most i'm gonna say this a lot but it feels like the most batman way to start a movie yeah. just like we finally get his reveal, and you hear his footsteps coming through the dark, and then he comes out. Yeah. Um, and all the dudes laugh at him because he's in a silly bat costume. Of course. And then he
1: just beats the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> yep. It's so good. Yep. Yeah, and he just like I like how he just casually strolls in, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the first time. Yeah. You're expecting him to like jump out of the darkness or something like really quickly, but he just like is walking. Yeah, like it's just footsteps. He's just
0: like imposing. He's yep. he's scary. He's a scary Batman.
1: Yeah, even the guy he was saving was like, "Please don't, please don't fucking hurt me." Yeah, like, <laughs> he's gonna kill me.
0: And that that ultimately serves as like a parallel to like like the heart arc of the whole movie, I guess. Not necessarily a parallel, but like. The way that people react to Batman in the beginning versus the end. Yes.
1: Which is um, why I really like that. Yeah, that imagery at the end. Of course, we're just hopping into the end. But, I know. But yeah, the imagery of, at the end of him holding the light, obviously. Yeah. The sort of dark.
0: Yeah, the yeah. average citizen starts out terrified of him. And by the end of the movie, they're like following him out of the dark. But we'll get there eventually in yes. about three hours. Yeah,
1: we're going <laughs> to. We got to make this podcast the same length. Yeah. Matt, Matt Reeves told told us that. Yeah, he called Marty and Mar- Marty called us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think Marty thinks about the Batman? That's the question. I
0: honestly don't know. Because I feel like the Batman, like it doesn't do a lot of the Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it also, like at times it does feel like a Scorsese movie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like I, it straight up does feel like it takes from Scorsese at moments. I can't put my like finger on one movie I'm thinking of. But it just reminded me of it for some reason. At points, mm-hmm. it felt like I was watching a Scorsese Well, there's movie.
0: lots of Italian mobsters in it. Yeah, so that's true.
1: Every time I saw The Penguin, I was like, this is like such a wacky character Scorsese yeah. would, would make. Like right?
0: Falcone and Moroni. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are some
1: Scorsese-ass Those names. Those are the mobster names. Um,
0: Those are the good I films. mean,
1: obviously, like, there's the David Fincher comparison. Yeah, of, of course.
0: To, sort of his kind of movies.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Zodiac right away. Like, mm-hmm. just because the Riddler... He's the Zodiac killer in this movie, effectively. Exactly. He, He does a murder and
0: Batman shows up to investigate the murder. And I think a lot of people have been talking about the way this movie uses humor because it it's it has funny moments. I think this movie is very funny. Yeah, it's got really <laughs> funny moments, but it doesn't do it in the way that like Marvel would do it. Yeah, like um, it's very
1: subtle. Like me and Miriam talked about that. She was like, "I appreciate that. Like the zingers were subtle. Yeah, they weren't like this is this this is where you're supposed to laugh, everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pause now. Yeah, so exactly. everyone in the audience can laugh. And and it's not
0: like. I was just seeing a TikTok recently. That was like when a bunch of bad guys show up, Batman doesn't say like, we've got company. Like <laughs> there, there's nothing like that in the movie. It, it Batman is still very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also get moments like one of my favorite riddle solutions was thumb drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah,
1: it was really good.
0: <laughs> Cuts off the guy's thumb and he yeah. gives him a thumb drive. This
1: Riddler guy was pretty funny. I was, yeah. I was rooting for him with his, with his jokes and his riddles. Yeah. Pretty, pretty funny riddles.
0: They do. And they do a really good job of balancing that too. Is like Paul Dano, I think kills it in the sense of like, He's like I said, very scary and like clearly unhinged. Mm -hmm. But he's also very childlike, and the way he presents his riddles, he'll go from like laughing and giggling about the riddles he made to like (laughs) screaming and being full of rage and like kind of terrifying.
1: Yeah, clearly fucked up in the head. Yeah, for sure. But he's not so dip Batman. He's not so different from this guy. No, they're not so different. Um, I was reading. This isn't my. Idea, But I think I was listening to another podcast where they did mention, like, I don't know, the at the end of the movie, when they have that, like, we're not so different, you and I yeah. moment that a lot of superhero movies obviously have where the villain's like, hey, me and you aren't so different, Bat- Batman, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, it was, leg- he said it was legitimately, like, believable, even though Riddler doesn't exactly say we're not so different, you and I. Like, yeah. in that moment, you're like... Oh, they aren't. They're pretty similar. They're both like orphaned mm-hmm. people who are like mad at at society. I guess. Well, um, I think
0: that was what was so like interesting was that Riddler genuinely believed him and Batman were working together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which I
0: thought was really clever because, like, the whole movie you think Riddler's fucking with Batman yeah and no like you get to that point you're like oh no he was leaving this riddler these riddles as like a fun game for Batman. (laughs) yeah that they and they were going to do this whole thing together and that was like how he thought things were happening the whole Mm -hmm. time and i thought that was so like such a nice play on it Mm -hmm. and batman having that realization of like oh shit like we have kind of been doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just he's willing to like murder people. And that's like my rule yeah. uh, is I won't murder people. Yeah. So, it, and that's what I think makes the ending so satisfying the way that Batman is like, Oh, I can't just be the guy that like takes vengeance on criminals. I have to be the guy who also like helps gotham in other ways or else i'm just the riddler and i break bones instead of like shooting people in the face
1: yeah yep exactly which yeah i think that last scene with the riddler is really good Mm mm-hmm um, and really well done. What else in the There's a ton in the middle. What did you think of like Catwoman in this movie? Catwoman, I really
0: liked. I think like they portrayed her a lot more effectively than they did in Dark Knight Rises, I in agree. the sense that like she felt like like because Catwoman is a similar situation where she has like kind of opposite circumstances of Bruce Wayne. Like she doesn't have the means. Yeah. She and so she ultimately like. Just wants to look after herself and those she cares about. In Dark Knight Rises, Catwoman has sort of, like, infiltrated the Gotham, like, wealthy circles and is stealing from them. And it it feels very, like, classic kind of Robin Hood thing where, like, this Catwoman felt so much more, like, of the city yeah. Um, and and had so much more of um I feel like that sounds vaguely racist. I don't mean it in that way. <laughs> <Of> the, <laughs> yeah. Come on. No, no. I mean like literally she <laughs> she just feels like she's in it for herself and she's not like a bad person and her and Batman have similar ideals. Yeah. But she's just been, like, dealt a bad hand, like, yeah, yeah. in life, whereas Bruce has too, but he also has billions of dollars. Yeah. And I really like the line where she was like, oh, you must have grown up rich. <laughs> like, she, like, immediately notices that difference. Yeah, exactly. And, um,
1: I, think they, I think they did a really good job with her. And, like, I don't know, keeping her storyline focused on her and not just, like, I, I don't remember exactly Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises, but it does feel like at some point she just, like there to help batman i guess just yeah. to help him whereas like it feels like in this movie she's always there to like kind of help herself and like help go on her journey mm-hmm. and do her thing where she's trying to save her like kidnapped friend or whatever yeah uh, it does she's there like and it just half so happens her and batman's story like kind of connect or kind of run into each other mm-hmm. so yeah i
0: know it, it was like i will say the one strange thing about catwoman And no, I thought people in the theater were going to laugh about this. I thought there were going to be like a hundred Reddit comments about this. And apparently not. There's a scene where her and Batman are in her apartment. It's been like ransacked and she's got the cats everywhere. She opens her fridge and like pours herself a glass of milk and just starts drinking the glass of milk. And in my head, I was like, no human being just, like, <laughs> casually pours themselves... Like, I get that she's Catwoman, but yes. that just feels so on the
1: nose. She's a cat, you know? They like love milk. <laughs> you know, for, like, Michelle
0: Pfeiffer's Catwoman, she's, like, literally a cat person where yeah. she, like, drinks milk and meows and shit. Yeah. But this Catwoman, like, is a more thematic, like, yeah. she likes cats and her her like hood has kind of pointy yeah. ears a little bit like she didn't have to
1: drink she milk has the same taste as cats sometimes I yeah it's just like she just likes milk yeah that's, um, that's matt reeves on set that day he's like no way she should drink milk yeah it's gotta be <laughs> a glass water. of r- milk <laughs> glass of cold milk yeah not two percent we're going whole milk
0: yeah, and that, again, that's probably going to be a Cinnamon Sins thing. It's like, <laughs> I don't really give a shit, but it was funny to me that I was
1: like... In, in twenty the year
0: 2022, so like, we don't... The do, do they still have got milk ads at, like, schools and shit? No, they should, though. Yeah, because, like, I feel like with our generation, there was literally just an ad campaign for milk. It's like, drink fucking milk, like kids. Like, the, this is the way
1: you become strong.
0: Yeah, the king of milk was like, I'm going to put <laughs> billions of dollars into like Michael Jordan with a milk mustache. I just want to advertise to children.
1: They're the only yeah. ones that will drink
0: milk. They drink milk because it makes your bones good. Yeah. But now it's 2022 and kids are like cool as shit and they don't drink milk.
1: <laughs> they drink fucking LaCroix. Yeah.
0: And they vape <laughs> and, and they do they skateboard tricks.
1: Exactly. They're so
0: tr- I was like, I you know, if Catwoman had pulled out her vape at that
1: point. <laughs> yeah, where, where the fuck was anyone's vape? In this I know,
0: movie? right? And start blowing like smoke rings and shit.
1: Yeah, that's how you get the tweens into yeah. it yeah they're like holy shit batman vapes yeah
0: <laughs> and then there's the scene where alfred's like that's not good for you sir <laughs> he's
1: blowing rings so, like, suck it alfred <laughs> <And> goes <laughs> <sighs> 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 and alfred's like oh
0: you're be, not my dad you're alfred not, you're not my dad he <laughs> literally s- says that <laughs> this vape is milk flavor i got it from catwoman
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, one other thing, one other topic we should talk about, because this is the main reason Neil did not like this movie, Uh oh. was there wasn't enough Bruce Wayne for this guy, for Neil, oh, and there yeah. wasn't enough Bruce Wayne for a lot of people out there, um, Neil missed the cool, rich, gadgety Bruce Wayne Batman. From now, the Dark Knight. It is very
0: funny because I feel like that is the most Neil thing to be like Where's the cool rich guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Neil likes in movies.
1: He likes when there's a cool rich guy who has gadgets and He's got, kills, like, who gets babes, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Um <laughs> Yeah, what you think? I I like to I, I really like that this bat that Robert Panson's Bruce Wayne hated being Bruce Wayne. Like he just wanted to be Batman. Yeah. No,
0: I I was definitely surprised by how little Bruce Wayne was in this movie, but it worked, I think, really well. Like he spends most of the movie in the suit. And for like the point in his life that he's at in the movie, I think it makes perfect sense for him to still be that like reclusive shut in who doesn't want anything to do with his like family business. Like, you know, he is basically like Bruce Wayne and Batman are effectively one. In yep. this universe, and I think that works in terms of this movie. I think the next movie, we're probably assuming there is a next movie, which, like, let's be real, yeah, probably. Um, this is it's very. It's, it's I think very we'll get successful. more, and we'll get more of that Bruce Wayne pretending to be like the rich guy more. Yeah, I was definitely surprised by it, but I don't have an issue with it. Batman's really cool. So, you know, (laughs) the more we get of that guy, I'm
1: fine with it. I usually like Batman a little bit more than Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it worked well for the movie. I think it, especially like that whole Riddler and him being the same. Like, I think that really helped with it Mm -hmm. that he did want to dress up and be Batman. Most of the time did make that connection with Riddler, like even closer because Riddler also wanted to dress up and escape his life. Most of the time. Yeah um it was also cool how in this movie like people like recognized uh bruce almost when he was at the funeral scene yeah and like he was walking in like kind of looking at him just like how batman would like look at people like Bat- batman this movie really stares at people yeah <laughs> and like doesn't say much and he was looking at people much like that as bruce like <laughs> and like people are like do i know you like like i feel yeah. like i recognize that he's
0: he's like the reclusive shut-in billionaire like everyone knows who he is and they never see him yeah and so yeah i i like that moment of him being like this is why i don't come out here <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you people suck but yeah no i think the bruce wayne stuff we got was pretty solid mm-hmm. just in like we get a sense of like how he feels about being out in the city just as himself and like you know, how much he kind of detests Gotham's sort of higher echelon of society because they're all just controlled by the mob at the end of the day, which, you know, obviously the Riddler knows too. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, Uh, this whole movie, he does not like other like high society people. He does not mm -hmm. want to be involved with like his family business at all. He's like, screw this business. Yeah. Like, I hate it.
0: And I think that's like, the growing challenge with making a Batman movie, especially now, is that you have to like, th- there is the very easy thing to be like, oh, he's a billionaire and he's spending all of his money on a cool car and batarangs <laughs> and shit. Like, yeah. And I like that this movie navigates that by being like, yeah, he is not necessarily doing the right thing. The uh, like mayor, or the eventual mayor, um, like confronts him about it. Mm-hmm. And he sort of ends the movie being like, oh, yeah, there's probably more I could do <laughs> yeah, exactly. with my wealth than just <laughs> making an indestructible bat costume. Yeah,
1: exactly. The car, by the way. Oh, wow. my God. I loved this. That scene was sick, dude. Oh,
0: my God. Holy yeah. shit. We haven't even talked like too much about the action yet, but we should. We can start with the Batmobile. The action's great. Where, like, the, the Batmobile introduces itself like Batman does. It's just like in a dark yeah. alleyway. It's revving up like it's just being illuminated by the, like, fire inside of it, like, the engine. Yeah.
1: It's just so cool. I just love... Uh, I just... This car was just so cool, and the sound design around it was so cool, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just... Uh, I, I really liked it. it. It was, like... I don't know. This was another thing Neil didn't like that much because it wasn't, like... I don't know. It wasn't, like, fancy, like, a rich Bat- Batman. Yeah, car it was just, like, like a
0: souped-up, like, muscle car.
1: Yeah, it was just a muscle car, basically, but...
0: I just... I like that a lot, though, because, yeah. like, it feels... This movie walks this wild line of like, it's very fantastical Mm -hmm. where like he has this indestructible suit, but it also feels super grounded at the same time. And they found that like sweet spot Mm -hmm. of the car is just extremely cool looking even though it is just a car. And that chase sequence is so good.
1: It is so good. God, the end of that chase sequence is like sick too where he does the jump through the explosion. Oh God. And then it's followed up by some like Great comedic scene with the penguin. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, the, and that's where like the humor comes in. Yeah. They actually have him waddle ala- around like a penguin, <laughs> yep, yep. which is so good. Yeah, and he gives him a lecture on Spanish, yeah. which I loved. No
1: habla español.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's La Rata or <laughs> El Rata, <laughs> yeah. like oh, just
1: so. Yeah, El Rata. U R L. Colin Farrell, like who? Who knew?
0: <laughs> it, it, like for whatever reason, this role, Colin Farrell as the penguin, is going to live in the same space in my mind as Jared Leto, <laughs> as like Mario. Luigi Gucci <laughs> it's just like so,
1: true. so these, true. These
0: two like incredibly attractive men t- put like on the fat suit and like all this makeup to be super ugly
1: <laughs> and just like do a corny ass accent. I know, and, like, but
0: like I know, I know people joke on that Jared Leto performance. I can't stop thinking about it. It's
1: just it may have
0: been one of my favorite performances of last year.
1: Unironically, like all at first when people ask me if like I've seen House of Gucci, I'll be like, Yeah, it was so funny. Like whatever. Like just to like get their temperature on it because I don't want them to think I love the movie Mm. but I like unironically just like enjoyed the hell out of that movie and that performance like Um. I just think Jared Leto's performance was so funny there's some people who were like ready to burn down like the academy or something if they nominated him oh my god it's I just thought like it so funny. it's
0: just so funny <laughs> um but anyway yeah colin, colin farrell like nails it mm-hmm. even though he's like an irish man playing like a tiny like new jersey accent dude <laughs> yep. yeah i mean like obviously the whole cast is just incredible in this movie like maybe the strongest cast of any batman movie
1: i agree um gordon i really like yeah his relationship with gordon in this movie like there wasn't as much batman and alfred and it switched to like batman and and commission i guess he's not he's lieutenant gordon in this one yeah lieutenant gordon um and i really like uh jeffrey wright right was the was gordon yeah i thought he was really good
0: he's fantastic like i really like gary oldman as commissioner gordon same i think he's some of the strongest casting in the dark knight but like um uh this lieutenant gordon like jeffrey wright is their relationship is so good. It is really it's good. like exactly the way you would want it to be. Like, mm-hmm. I love the scene where he's in the police station, they step aside.
1: And they have to have yeah, to pretend to so, have a really yeah. angry
0: conversation. He's like, All right, the door over there is unlocked. You got to go in and, and lie. And then he just
1: knocks the shit out of him. Yeah, he just <laughs> fucking punches it in the face <laughs> and bolts. Yeah.
0: That scene is so much fun, too. Yeah. Like, he runs down the hallway, and like, every police officer in the station is rushing down the hallways to chase oh, yeah. Batman. Yep. Like, and I guess we can keep talking about the action. Like, these are in my mind, like John wick level, Dude, they're so good fight scenes. Like you mentioned, the sound design in this movie is, is so incredible. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it should get nominated. The Oscars at the yeah. very least for its sound design.
1: It is really good. It just made every action sequence feel so much cooler. All yeah. the sounds in it,
0: every punch you can yeah. like feel and like, I remember that moment where Batman has the steel pipe and he just yeets it at the dude <laughs> and beans yeah, him in the yeah. face. I, like That was one of those moments where you're just like,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I. That's what was my immediate reaction when it came out of the theater. I was like, I have not seen, because I haven't seen John Wick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it has been such a long time since I've seen like an action movie where during the action, I wasn't. that was the part where I was bored. Like in Marvel yeah. movies all the time, the action scenes are the parts where I like, Almost fall asleep because I'm like, okay, let's just get... Yeah. Like, it's just the same CGI shit, whatever, that I've seen over and over. (sighs)
0: Right, like... Shang Chi, which came out, did you ever see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, Shang Chi. Like that—that's that movie was Marvel's like Marvel martial yeah. arts like homage, and I think there are some really solid martial arts. Yeah, scene. at the beginning, but then the movie devolves yeah. into just a mess <laughs> of like rubber CG dragons like yeah. flying all over the. Whereas, like this movie commits to that really hard hitting action like oh, yeah. John Wick does, mm-hmm. and so it's just so engaging especially the way they shoot the scenes like that scene where he's in the hallway and the whole thing's being lit by muzzle flashes it's just so stylish yeah it's so fun to watch oh yeah um and you just feel it i just like
1: you definitely feel it like yeah yeah that's a perfect way to describe it i think you just feel it when you're in the scene i Mm -hmm. feel
0: like um we should address that reminds me um charlie who was on our spider-man episode his big criticism of this movie Uh, was that there were too many flashing lights okay um and i wanted to bring this to you because i was I confused by
1: it i don't remember flashing lights
0: charlie because charlie we were like oh charlie did you fall asleep because it was a long movie he's like no i couldn't fall asleep and we're i thought maybe because cool. it was loud like the Batmobile's is really loud yeah but he was like no there were too many flashing lights <laughs> and the only scene i can think of is the one scene in the dark hallway where they're shooting everything yeah that's definitely and a then like flash. when they're in the club i guess there's some
1: flashing yeah, lights true Yeah, the club has, like, of course, normal club flashing light type things going on. Yeah, I guess maybe if I were, maybe Charlie was trying to fall asleep. If I were trying to fall asleep, it would bother me, definitely. Yeah, loud noises and flashing. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, while watching the movie, I thought it was a normal amount of flashing lights, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really. Yeah. He also
0: said that some of the movie looked like it was shot on an iPhone,
1: which I don't really agree with. Yeah, I mean, some of it was, like, I don't know, it just felt. Like a movie, I don't know. A lot of it's dark, so it's like kind of mm-hmm. fuzzy at times. Which well, is there's normal. like a pretty
0: heavy film grain over yeah, the whole thing.
1: It's like pretty. I felt like it was pretty normal for a dark movie to have some film grain, and I liked that feel to it and mm-hmm. look to it. So I maybe that's it. um Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think any. Yeah, scene looked like it was shot on. Either. Yeah, I know.
0: I thought it was shot really well. Yeah. Um, i really like he likes to mount the camera a lot there are a lot of scenes where like the bat the camera's like mounted to the batmobile or to like batman himself or something like that which is really cool um we should talk about the scene where he busts out the wingsuit
1: oh yeah yeah um, and
0: just (laughs) smashes his head on an overpass oh yeah yeah (laughs) that that actually reminded me of john wick a lot which is like kind of spoilers for John wick three. He like, doesn't he have a suit?
1: Does he have a suit like that?
0: No, in John wick three, he jumps off the roof of a building and just like smashes into a <laughs> bunch like a fire escape <laughs> and like an awning and then just hits like hard concrete yeah. after jumping off of like a 10 story building. Damn. And there's a moment where you're like, Oh, is John Wick yeah, is dead? <laughs> <just> dead? <laughs> is he dead now? I had the same thought when Batman yeah. just... <laughs> oh, that just killed Batman yeah, smashed this. into an overpass at like 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but that was like one of the the funnier jokes too, is he like gets up and kind of just like stumbles away into the alleyway mm-hmm. after that. Like I thought that was intentionally funny. Of just like, <laughs> he, he just fucked up the landing and now he has to be like,
1: oh shit, and like he yeah, runs yeah. into yeah. the alleyway. Yeah, I agree. Um god i'm trying to think of like we've been so positive about it what were my negatives uh i would say the
0: the first half is definitely stronger than the second half
1: yeah i agree i think the second half there are like so uh, this movie does the thing where there are a lot of like close death moments mm-hmm. that i i don't like when movies do that um like either commit to death or just don't do it at all like alfred almost dying yeah and stuff like that like i'm like okay either I, I don't know. I just feel gypped out when something big like that happens. And it's like, okay, he's not actually dead.
0: Though, I can obviously. excuse that because I do agree. I thought they were going to kill Alfred. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, same. Um, but I will excuse it because they didn't do the Marvel thing where someone looks into the camera and is like, uh-oh, if Alfred opens that letter, he's gonna explode <laughs> and die! Look out, everyone! And yeah. then the letter explodes, and then we cut later, and he's alive. Like, at least in this one, he, like, threw the letter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, again, it's a cinema Th- sins thing. They said there was C4 in that package. Like, even if he had tossed it across the room, like, he'd be fucking dead. Yeah. But, like, whatever. He survived the explosion. I can accept that.
1: Yeah. Um. I also like how they did that scene where he was like calling but he was too late yeah yeah. felt like he was on time or whatever and you're like why aren't you picking up the fucking phone alfred yeah it happened but i was an like hour oh ago. but it happened a while ago
0: yeah and that's like sorry another good thing <laughs> yeah. is like the riddler does set it up so that like he does sort of like in Watchmen, Ozzy Mendeus is like oh i wouldn't tell you my plan if i hadn't already done it yeah like he was too late to stop the seawall explosion and mm-hmm. so he failed in that regard, which I think is also nice because you don't see that a lot in superhero movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just got like villains telling them, telling people their plan mm-hmm. and then they're able to ruin it. Obviously in real life, villains yeah. wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they would just do their thing. They wouldn't <laughs> explain the whole plan. to Yeah. Um, but yeah, a c- couple of near-death experiences. I didn't like the... At first, I didn't... Okay, Joker shows up in this movie eventually. Yeah. first, I did not like it because I thought it was like teasing to him being in the next movie. And I was like, okay, that's what happened last time in Batman Begins, obviously. They also teased Joker. But then I read later that it wasn't a teaser. Yes. So that fixed it. (laughs) (laughs) I I had the same reaction.
0: I was... When Joker came in, I was like, oh, are we really doing another Joker? And because I looked it up, it's... um, Barry, yeah, what's Barry, his face?
1: Kyogen or something. Kiogen or, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, um, nice
0: I'm like, there's no way they got him in for like a two second cameo. But yeah, Matt Reeves eventually was like, yeah, that wasn't like sequel bait or anything.
1: Apparently there was another scene yeah. with the Joker that they cut. Yeah, he said he'll eventually release that because it was good apparently, yeah. but it just didn't fit the movie. Yeah,
0: so I, I'm like, I mean, everyone's talking about what they want for a sequel. I think the most plausible ones are Court of Owls, um, which is a, run of the comics that everyone loves that's more recent it's like i've wanted a court of owls movie like ever since i read the book so if that is it i will be very happy okay. but i've also seen potentially mr freeze which i think would be oh, really yeah.
1: interesting yeah has there been mr freeze in a movie
0: uh arnold schwarzenegger oh, okay ice to meet you
1: <laughs> Ice to meet you. <laughs> yeah what killed the dinosaurs wow the ice age <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know how you can top that, actually. So. Yeah, it'll be hard to top. <laughs> they might
0: just have to bring on Schwarzenegger back. Yeah, that would um, be amazing. But, uh, yeah, I would say, like, the second half of this movie has a lot of moments where you're like, oh, this is the end of the movie. Yeah, definitely. And then it keeps going a little bit longer. Which
1: I, yeah, which I feel like happened in, Nolan, in Nolan's Batman yeah. too. <laughs> like, where it just, like, felt like it was supposed to be the end. Except The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight has, like, a really good ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it was one of those things where you're like,
0: oh, we got the mob boss. But then it's like, oh, wait, we still have to get the Riddler. And that's like a whole thing. And yep. then they get the Riddler. And then he's like, oh, but also now I have bombs and the city's flooded. And that's a whole thing. Yep. So there was a point in the movie where I wasn't bored, but I was like, okay. Yep. Like, I feel like I got the ending of this movie. Yeah, it did feel like a lot, usually. Um, yeah. But I, like again i just feel like some things made up for it because i really liked when he was fighting all the dudes
1: (laughs) in gotham square garden which is also a really funny (laughs) name for that yeah i've seen people online say this is like their favorite iteration of gotham i don't agree because i just like the like i just not all of it was shot like it was shot in chicago a lot of it yeah but like, I don't know, whenever I saw Gotham Square Garden, I was like, this is just New York. And yeah. It was just too New York-y for me. I was like, this is just, they're just wow. trying to be New York here. You, you're just jealous Detroit hasn't yeah, gotten Yeah, where's its, it's day in the sun. Pittsburgh, come on. Oh, New York for life. Cities. Gotham City is New York. <laughs> Gotham City um, is New York.
0: Yeah. No, I actually really liked Gotham's portrayal in this movie. I feel like the Nolan Gotham really did just feel
1: like Chicago. Yeah. Or, or like and a Pitts- city and then Pittsburgh in the next one, because I knew what Pittsburgh looked like and that's where they shot. Oh, it. right. Yeah. yeah so, I was um,
0: yeah, no, I think like what they really did well in this movie is make, give Gotham that Gothic kind of architecture and make yeah. it feel like its own. Like it, it really doesn't make sense because like, architecture like that you would see in like old European yeah. cities but <laughs> Gotham's always been but anyway um, I it, it felt like a lot like the animated series version of Gotham or like the yeah, Arkham Games version of Gotham which yeah, I really liked. this movie
1: actually reminded me of Arkham a lot yes the Batman in Arkham was very similar to this one I feel mm-hmm. like and yeah i don't know. well obviously one of the main things i remember in arkham is also riddler and all of his little things
0: yeah no riddler trophies in this movie yeah i was sad couldn't even put one in
1: there yeah come on riddler be like i've scattered
0: 250 (laughs) trophies throughout the the city Batman.
1: oh (laughs) Oh, my god
0: you're like don't you want the platinum trophy batman
1: (laughs) i do yeah (laughs) this is a lot of work (laughs) um
0: but yeah, uh god, this movie's so full of stuff. Yeah, it is. Um we could probably talk about it forever. Um so I feel like we should wrap up with um I want to say like I think Robert Pattinson is the best on-screen Batman we've ever had.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I agree. It's not that tough for me either because I didn't like Ben Affleck at all. I think Bale was good, but I never thought he was Insane, like, I great genuinely
0: movie. forgot Ben Affleck was Batman. I know <laughs> until like I went on Reddit after watching this movie <laughs> and people were comparing it. I was like, Wait, oh, right, <laughs> I forgot.
1: <laughs> I know it's so weird because there are people younger than us that I guess Ben Affleck was like their first Batman almost, right. and it's like, Oh, god, like that oh, was like, your first Batman. Like, I'm comparing so... this to Christian Bale. No way, I'm comparing him to Ben Affleck. Yeah, no,
0: he's not even like on the chart for me. Cause I like, yeah, yeah I just. Honestly, I forgot it until you mentioned it right now, but like those Snyder movies, it's such, I don't know, in my opinion, it's just such a weak portrayal of Batman. uh, He's just like, has no qualms with murdering people, which is like, you know, you can have your own interpretation, but he's just like, not likable.
1: Yeah. I also just don't think Ben Affleck, like try it doesn't seem like he's trying in those movies at all like it doesn't seem his performance is not good
0: oh yeah by the end of justice League, you could see him like take putting on his coat getting ready to leave for the day (laughs) exactly (laughs) um whereas robert pattinson just went all in on this like made it completely his own and it just like it feels like the most batman batman to me it was just like you know like some of my favorite batman comics it just felt like matt reeves took that and brought it to life in oh, a way yeah. that like
1: no one has before yeah i agree i think rob rob is my top batman for sure mm-hmm. um even though i have only seen the modern ones basically
0: yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little bit into heresy here john George. a little bit <sighs> of blasphemy hear let's hear it <laughs> i might like this movie better than the dark
1: knight yeah yeah, I figured you might be saying that soon, baby. I figured.
0: I don't want to... Like, I haven't watched... I mean, I watched Dark Knight actually not too long ago. Okay. Like, maybe a year or two ago. And, like, the thing is, what carries the Dark Knight is Heath Ledger's performance. Yeah. And sort of that moral conflict between yeah. Batman and Joker.
1: It is Joker.
0: Um, And that movie is so, so good. Um, But this movie just, like... Just like touched me. It touched (laughs) me in my heart, my little nerd heart that's like been reading Batman comics for so long. Yeah. It just felt like the movie I'd been waiting for. Yeah. And I don't want to say for sure that this is like, this took a big shit on The
1: Dark (laughs) Knight. But like, I also feel a little bit like, this might be it. It could be, dude. I could be. Like I, the first time I saw The Dark Knight, I was a young wee lad because mm-hmm. that was back when I was a young wee lad. Same, yeah. And I didn't understand it at all because I was very little and I didn't like it that much when I saw it in theaters. Yeah,
0: Two Face is very scary looking. Yeah, exactly. The
1: and then I saw it again two years later. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, it very well could just take some time for me to like get away from my deep attachment to that movie to realize, okay, maybe this is better. Because I agree with you that I think this Batman is at least better than The Dark Knight. Like, The Dark Knight is definitely it's the Joker that makes that movie amazing, mm-hmm. as well as some Two-Face stuff at the end that I think is really yeah. good. Yeah,
0: like like Dano, Paul Dano, I don't think reaches that like Heath Ledger yeah, no. height, but his villain anything. is so competent and like so much its own thing within this movie yeah. that like having an amazing Batman and still an amazing villain, as well as all the other supporting cast being so perfect, it's just like, yeah. it feels like a more complete sort of package almost. Yeah,
1: definitely, I agree. Um, because yeah, The Dark Knight just rides on like the Joker and all of his little mischief things, mm-hmm. which are amazing. Obviously, yeah. And the Riddlers aren't as strong as that, but he's still like good enough, and it still carries mm-hmm. the movie, and it's still. But and then yeah, Robert Pattinson's Batman is the is the show in this movie. I yeah. think it's a really good. I think it's. A, I, I would compare this movie more to Batman Begins because yeah. I think they're both more deep looks at Bruce Wayne slash Batman as a mm-hmm. person. And I think this definitely does a better job than Batman Begins. Yeah. I'm
0: like, I just like compare in my head, I think about like the the opening to this movie. And I think it's either Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. They do a similar thing to the opening of of the Batman. Yeah. Where in Dark Knight, they have the scene where there's like the bat symbol is shining in the sky in Gotham. And it's just like a drug dealer like dealing some drugs to a guy in his car mm-hmm. and he looks up and he sees the bat signal in the sky and he's like oh man I can't do this not tonight <laughs> I, I can't deal and drugs. the guy in his car is like wait my drugs um, <laughs> I, I mean it's a little more serious than yeah. that but I just think about that scene and it literally is is saying the same thing as the opening to this movie but like the opening of this movie it, is like it's executed better than that for sure it's not even executed better it's just like in a different league yeah. it's just like I just, the opening of this movie is going to sit with me for the rest of my I life. Whereas that scene I just remembered yeah. because I was thinking about, like, the comparison. Definitely. Um,
1: yeah. I, I think the yeah, the opening sequence is so, it just immediately stuck with me. Yeah. You know, I was immediately like, oh, God. Because I saw, saw, like, articles or whatever where Robert Pattinson was like, this movie opens like no other Batman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good opening.
0: Yeah. So, uh Uh, Go see The Batman in
1: theaters now. Yeah. If you think it's just like, oh, another Batman movie, we're churning these out, huh? It's just like,
0: it is almost like the antidote to Marvel fatigue in a way. I agree. Um, Batman
1: has always been that to me. I don't know what it is about Batman as a character, but it just doesn't... He's not a superhero, obviously. He's just like a normal dude. Um, And maybe that's why, but... Yeah. Yeah. Just all his movies for some reason they're like You just
0: never get tired of seeing him.
1: Yeah. All his movies they're like, Yeah, we're not gonna do that stupid generic Marvel shit we do Mm -hmm. with we try to do with like Wonder Woman and all these other DC characters for some reason.
0: It is so strange, like you get Aquaman and Wonder Woman, which are just like these crazy CG fests with like Marvel quips and like and then they just get this one. Yeah. You get the guy who did the Planet of the Apes movie (laughs) to do this, and it's like where's the where, <laughs> where what are you we missing this? here <laughs> to do this for the other movies yeah. this
1: dc like you could you could do this for every other hero but right?
0: at, at the same time like don't don't touch any of the other stuff like what <laughs> matt reeves do his thing yeah don't don't say superman once
1: <laughs> don't even if someone says justice league in any of these matt reeves movies matt reeves, like, we're gonna need the flash we're gonna need yeah. everyone to show up in the next one like you
0: know i'm you know what if those other like Wonder Woman and Aquaman and shit have to happen for this Batman to just vibe <laughs> with his own thing. And Matt Reeves, like that's fine with me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Batman's just better on its own. Yeah, on its own. Because I, I do think that's one of the downfalls of Marvel is everything has to be interconnected and shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing can be its own movie. Yeah, anymore, it, it so. gets too
0: complicated. Definitely. That's uh, that's it. I'm Vengeance, and uh, until next time, stay big. You beautiful people.